Right. Man, life keeps getting more and more exciting. It was a real hot one. When I got home, it was like 101 degrees. Had to do a little bit of yard work. It was awfully hot. I thought with a little breeze there, maybe it would be better. No. <laughs> it wasn't. It was hot, man. It was hot. But had to get it done. I hadn't done it in a while. It'd be nice to be able to have someone else do it sometime. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. So, today, today is a great lesson because I always talk about things. You know, I have the, the uh, group over there, uh, Confidence and Encouragement. And what a lesson to dive in and mess right in with with that that group name. I was excited when I was reading. I was like, man, this is good stuff. I've got to share this tonight. People need to hear it. It's going to really, really encourage them. So I really want to encourage you to listen to what I have to say today because you're going to love it. Um, again, I was in this book, uh, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by John Maxwell, and I was at this chapter that says, always point to the successes. And he made some good points, which we'll, we'll go through. And I've got a great story of um, how that how that played out in my life when I was coaching basketball. Some of you, may, well, when I was coaching basketball, it was a, it was a great story. You're going to love it. Anyways, uh, he says in their book, Change is Good, You Go First, Mac Anderson and Tom Feltenstein wrote about the importance of communicating positive reinforcement. Ooh, I love it. I'm sure you've heard of the three keys to purchasing real estate. Location, location, location. Well, you'll now hear the three keys to inspiring change. Reinforcement, reinforcement, reinforcement. Wow, does that sound familiar? Many leaders in times of change grossly underestimate the need for continuous reinforcement. It says in the perfect world, we would hear something once recorded in our brains and never need to hear it again. You ever hear the story the guy said, uh, told his wife he, he uh, loved her and uh, he never said it again. He said, I told you before, I loved you once I, I loved you, and if I ever change my mind, I'll let you know. <laughs> not, not the way to, not the way to uh, promote a relationship <laughs> with your beautiful wife. Now, that was for men, you know, with wives. Um, well, I, I'm not sure if men need to hear it as much, um, but it's the touch and everything else they have. But that's a different subject. We don't want to get off topic. So back to where I was. Yeah. During a time of change, we have doubts, fears, and occasional disappointments. Sometimes there are friends, family, and co-workers reinforcing those doubts, saying it won't work. Isn't that heartbreaking? The people closest to you, you're trying so hard, and instead of encouraging you, they're trying to discourage you and change your mind because they don't believe as you believe. And they can't put enough faith in you because they feel that they have the, the greater knowledge. But the truth is, we all 
you have the knowledge that you need to succeed inside you. You don't need someone for validation, but you certainly don't need someone to tell you you can't do something because anything is possible through Christ. Okay, with all the challenges, obstacles, conflict, and naysayers working against people's efforts to implement change, we as leaders need to encourage other people to keep going and keep doing the right things because one of the best ways you can do that is to celebrate successes both large and small. You know, I'm part of Tribe with Stu McLaurin. And one of the things, one of the things I always tell you, he says, is you've got to um, keep moving forward. But the other thing is celebrating the small wins, not just the big wins. The small wins are critical. You must celebrate the small wins as much as you celebrate the big wins because it's critical. And what do I talk about in confidence and encouragement? The group that I'm talking about, I talk about being able to share your small wins and have a audience to celebrate. That makes you feel good because a lot of times you don't have anyone you can tell. You know, you say, hey, I, I learned how to do such, such, and, you know, someone else because you're like, man, it only took me 10 minutes. I, I had that. It took you like a week or a month. But yet, we understand the importance of the small wins as much as we do the importance of the big wins. It's almost the small wins are more critical than the larger ones. Um, we put down here, because this is good, and then I'll get into the story, because this leads to the story. It says, one of my idols, John Wooden, the highly successful coach of the UCLA basketball team, always emphasized the team aspect of the game. Anytime a player received a good pass, allowing him to score, Wooden, uh, Wooden, uh, Wooden, who threw it, uh, Wooden used to encourage the player who received the pass to point to the player who threw it to him to share the credit. Point to the player to it to him to share the credit. And what he says next is great. He said it's been said that when one of Wooden's players asked, "Coach, what happens if I?" point to the player who gave me the assist and he isn't watching. A wise coach said, he will always be watching. People are always craving the encouragement. You may not think so, but they are. Even when you don't think they're listening, they are. Just that small little note written, to, written thank you for doing that for me, that was great. Just to recognize that you you know they're there and they helped. It may have been something small, but it, it, it means a lot when you're on the receiving end. You can think yourself. How many times in the corporate world have you been there, worked your tail off, and then someone else just takes the credit and moves on, it doesn't even acknowledge you, give them all the pay, hard work, and then they do the presentation, and they don't even say thank you. They just move on to the next project. And you're like, man, I worked all night. I worked all night. I missed the weekend because I, I stayed up so I could have this for you Monday morning. I don't even get a thank you. You ever been there? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So encouragement is critical. So he said, coach, 
Coach Wooden replied, you will always be watching. And then people desire, now this is great, people desire validation and encouragement. It's human nature. Boom. What's my group name? Confidence and encouragement. Human nature. You need it. It's there for you. Come be a part. <laughs> Positive reinforcement of success, successes people experience as a champion change continually validates the changes they make. So point to the good things about the change and point to the people who made them happen. So now's my story. I was coaching upward basketball. They had a team of uh, 10, uh, I think it was 9, 10, and 11-year-olds, 11 and 12-year-olds. Anyways, I had this crazy team, but they were, man, these guys were good. They were hungry. My wife said I had all the kids that stayed back, and that's why I, we won all the games. But no, I didn't. <laughs> I, but there's one particular player on the team, my first time teaching, uh, coaching upward basketball, he, uh, he was autistic. And his mother said, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't let him. I said, no, no, let him play. Come on, let him be on the team. He'll do well. Don't worry about it. He's, it's good for him. He needs to be on the team. So I had one autistic child, and I had these maniacs that they just, they just played their heart out. They just loved it. But the problem was I had a, a, a little bit of a challenge getting them to play together all the time together. Now, it being true, we did win. Uh, I think we must have lost one game, but we won every other game. But uh, anyways, uh, one of the things on these teams is everyone gets to play the same amount. So I had the one child with autism, and I would uh, make sure that the players always pass the ball to him. And occasionally he'd, he'd get to shoot. But, but I had to get these guys to realize, you know, you know, we're way out in front. It's not about the score. It's about playing the game and let everyone get an opportunity. So in the last game, I went to the other coach and I said, look, I've got this one, one guy on my team. Uh, he's kind of autistic. And it would, it, would, it would greatly overjoy me if we just allowed him the opportunity to when he got the ball to shoot a basket. I mean, I would jump with joy if we allowed that. So I got my team together and said, hey, this is the game. When, when um, I forgot his name, when he gets the ball, we're gonna get, when you get the ball, we're gonna give it to him. The other teams agree, they're gonna back up and allow him to shoot. So the time came, he gets the ball and he shoots and scores. He lights up. And I'm overjoyed, but that's not the good part. Reinforcement and encouragement, it, done such, it did such a great thing for his confidence shooting that basket. He went on without assistance or people uh, laying back to give him the opportunity. He scored like three or four more times. It was incredible. I was almost in tears because he, he had done so much, and his mother was like, in tears because I had worked so hard with her son and he had he had really enjoyed himself and really was a part of the team and he scored four times 
man, that was the, one of the highlights of my life. One of the highlights is seeing others, helping others to succeed, that reinforcement. Man, it was it was such an experience. That's why this chapter was so great to me. And, and that's why I named the group Confidence and Encouragement. People crave encouragement. People need confidence. And when they get it, they get to fly like eels. I always go back to that picture of the flower with its bud closed. And what you do is you take and you you give it some encouragement. You water it. Then it begins to open up a little bit. And then the sun shines and it spreads because of that encouragement and that, that uh, reinforcement, that shine, that sun shining on it. You've got the water giving it energy at the bottom of the sun, allowing it to shine. As the sun shines, it allows it to bloom. That's how we are. We're like flowers that just need to bloom. And the way we bloom is we get, we, we find a place that will be on our positive instead of our negative side, that, that positive reinforcing energy day after day after day. That little place, uh, what they say, that place of refuge to go to, to regenerate. To keep you in the right direction so that that song is deep down inside you can come out because you know you got it and you want to share it but you you're just not confident right now but we're here to help you build that confidence give you that encouragement as you continue to build yourself up we build you up as well. So then you can come out of that cocoon and blossom. And then you're not left later in life. Talking about what you should have done. And you would be remnant about all of the joy that you had been able to complete because you did not hold yourself back. You did not... You did not, uh, was it, stay in the comfort zone. You got out and you became yourself. You became you. You didn't live the life in the grandstands. You came out into the arena. That's where life is lived, in the arena. And that's where I want you. I want you to come out. I got some exciting things coming. So keep an eye on my page. Um, um, I'm working with. Some, uh, some great marketing people. I've got some great ideas and some great things. And I think you're going to really enjoy that. But that's that's my lesson. That's my call to action. Uh, come and take a look at the uh, page. Winners. Uh, winners. Uh, man, just do it. Winners. Just I can't forget the Nike commercial. Winners. Just do it. That was my saying for a long time. Just do it. Sometimes we start to procrastinate, and you just say that. The words, the words are so powerful. You just say those words. Just do it. And it kind of gives you that jolt. Be your own coach, man. You got to be your coach. How can you coach someone else if you can't coach yourself? 
coach yourself first. Get yourself up. Psych yourself up. And then you can help others. So, and that's why I'm here, to help you psych you up. You probably had a hard day. And these are those positive energy words you need to input into yourself so that you can fill out, you can use those golden hours, those four to five hours between six and 10 or 11, or sometimes midnight. Those are the golden hours where you make a difference. That's how I got my MBA. It's those golden hours on, and particularly in the evening, but also on Saturday. I used to think about that. That's the time to get ahead, man. Saturday, those three or four hours, you know, you do your little yard work or whatever. But the afternoon, take three or four hours. You can really focus on something, get it done. That's where you grow. And that's where you, you come out of that cocoon and you bloom and blossom. And then you're so thankful in the end that you have. Anyways, that's it for the night. Uh, yeah, I just get so excited about this stuff. But I enjoy giving into you because you are what counts most. Thank you, and you have a good evening.